Hello, it's your old time pal PDF Pocket All here, and I've actually got a few announcements. I've been a, a busy boy. I should probably be saying this at the end of the show, but the end of this interview with Denim Holdings actually ends on a really nice, a really nice note. It has a good cadence, and I don't really want to ruin the flow of that. I, I like I like the way it finishes. So I'm just gonna tell you now. On the 17th of December, I'll be playing in Yamamori Tengu, which is in Dublin city centre. I'll be playing the Garda Christmas Party with Post Punk Podge and Acid Granny. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to doing a live show. I haven't really done any, but I've been practicing them for a long time. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, very self-critical, and I'm finally ready to let that cat out of the bag. It's going to be a big event. It's, uh, you know, a Christmas type thing, but it's Garda themed. Uh, tickets are 10 euro on the door, but you can go to Good Name and you can buy tickets online for 5 euro for an early bird ticket and 8 euro for an e-ticket. I, I don't know the website, but just go to Good Name on Instagram or whatever and you'll find it there. Sorry, I'm not great at details or promoting stuff. So what? You know the gig's happening, so I don't really have to say much more about that, do I? Oh yeah, I do. Um, I'm going to be selling my album there. That's right, folks. I have not announced this, but I'm going to be releasing an album on December 17th, the same day as the gig. It's called Sequence 2. It's a sequel to Sequence 1. Very creative. It's a series of EPs and albums that I'm releasing that are fragments of memories from PDF Pockethole himself. It's a concept album, a strong theme running through it, and the first track is the start of the story and the last track is the end of the story. PDF Pockethole wants to, he doesn't want to be alive anymore. The ache of existence is just too much, all he wants to do is entertain people and so what does he do? He converts his consciousness into a radio frequency. So what is this frequency? What, what, what does this frequency say? Well, it's essentially fragments of his memory. It's him telling his story through little slices of life and little pieces of information about himself. That's what Pocket Hole wants you to think that it's about. But what it's actually about is the character who's telling the story, the unreliable narrator. He's telling a story, but the real story that's being told is how he perceives events. So you're being invited into the mind of this character, and he's trying to portray his reality as being true, but actually his reality is distorted, and you're listening to this insane person basically retell events from their life in a sincere way, but what they're actually saying is insincere without them knowing it. Does that make sense? I don't want to give more away. I'd, I'd, I'd rather you have your own interpretation of it, but I'm just trying to hook you into the album, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. And that actually reminds me, in, uh, in Spanish, they have the same word for fingers, like on your hand, as they do for toes. So they don't have the word toes, they just, they call them foot fingers. The big toe, they don't call it the big toe, they call it your fat finger. <laughs> so I have denim holdings on, and some people were asking me, who is Denim Holdings? Who is this guy? He was on the last episode, if you'll remember, and he was saying how music isn't art. This guy is truly an enigma. It's, re it's really hard to pin down who is this person and what does he want and does he know that he's being funny? 
Let's just play the thing. Welcome to the Pocket All Podcast. Soundwaves, pocket thoughts in the brains of the human population. Welcome to the Pocket All Podcast. Your whole inhalation of good vibrations and information. You're listening to the Pocket Hole Podcast, a show about people. I'm your host, PDF Pocket Hole, and joining me today is a real person known as Denim Holdings. Say hello. Well, hello there. You were all ready to say hello before I even prompted you. I was indeed. I'm a man of many names and various aliases. Today I will be Denim Holdings. How are you? Okay, that's an interesting way to start off because people may know Denim Holdings from the previous episode, Is Music Art, where you talked about art and... Basically, the word itself angered you. It did indeed. Some people were messaging me saying, who is Denim Holdings? Who is this guy? So now's your chance to tell the people, Denim, who are you? Um, I'm not too sure. I think the answer therein lies in alcohol and what it makes people feel. Everyone's looking for validation all the time. I can get it done in two things. He has brought in his own bottle of Peroni and... Pretty pretty expertly opened it with a lighter. I only took two things. I don't know where the cap went. Why am I here? Why are you? <laughs> yeah, good question. Why are you here? <laughs> pretty much just because people asked you to be here. I have no idea why. This is kind of a music show. I'm aware. Everyone has a relationship with music. Even people who hate music. People with misophonia. They still have a relationship with it. What the fuck is it. misophonia? It's a uh, fear of music. Or oh. sound. Uh, hmm. Some people just... They hate certain sounds, the way people would hate spiders. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's a phobia for everything, really, isn't there? For most things, I myself have a phobia of squiggly lines. And? Yellow. Yellow? Yeah. The colour? Yeah. You are scared of yellow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an alarming colour, no? Uh, it usually means mild danger. Red means absolute danger. Mild danger, I believe, is more... Dangerous because you're more you're more inclined to let it go. Be like, ah, oh, that's only mild danger. You know what I mean, I'll walk over there. I'll do that. Oh, so it's like you need to be told something's really dangerous. Bef- yeah, and you're fine with knowing that it's dangerous. Well, it's just because when it's yellow, you're kind of. Uh, what else is yellow? Mustard, kind of mildly hot. It's not exactly chili pepper sauce. That'll fuck you up. You know what I mean? Not really, but I do appreciate that there's someone on this podcast who's more confusing than I am for once. It's a nice change. Happy to oblige. So everyone has a relationship with music. It's everywhere. We have ringtones, jingles, concept albums, concertos, operas, and we even have a little tune that plays when a vending machine dispenses your sweets. Really? In the I'm one, out of touch with vending machines. I haven't got one in a long time. In the one we have one in the building. I use it a lot. I actually I call it the box of shame because of how often I go there and yeah. get sweets. A shameful box, much like a woman once loved that you shouldn't have. <laughs> For me, music is more of a lifestyle because I create it, I perform it, and I analyze it critically. I don't have an objective opinion on music because I'm too far down the rabbit hole. But one of the main reasons I wanted to get you in and why I think people are interested in your opinion on it is because you would be the average music listener, right? I'd agree with that, yeah. Like, you're not, you're not too deep down the rabbit hole of... No, I have a lot of friends that are musically inclined... A lot of people that work for me. I've recently acquired a group that I manage, a seven-piece funk fusion, reggae funk fusion band. They uh, escaped North Korea. I found them in a crater. What? What's the name of the band? Not a crater, a container. A Um, a container? What's the name of the band? Cerebral Seven. So you're like the fixer kind of guy. Yes. 
one could call me that. You're like Mike from Breaking Bad. Yes. If a club isn't treating my people right, I'll go and break some fingernails. Okay, so you're not Bend exactly... some fingers back into the point of almost pain. You're not exactly involved in the creation of music, but you're you're like the business guy. No, I profit from it. Profit. Profit. From it. Yeah, that's the word. I don't really give a fuck about music. I mean, I like listening to it, but uh, the creation and the creative process eludes me. I don't understand it. I fear it. So I attack it. Right. One thing that I was thinking about during the week was we were at a show, and I'm not going to say which band, but we went to see an Irish rock band in Dublin. And we've known this band for a long time, but I was a bit underwhelmed by the show because I thought the new album was... It was a bit uninspired. It was very commercial. Ah, yes. And I wasn't really enjoying it, and I turned to you, and you kept saying, this is great. And I was saying, "Uh, why? And you kept saying, it's good radio music. Indeed, I did say that. Do you listen to the radio? No. So why is that a good thing that a band is good radio music? Because uh, it just means it's poppy, it's quickie, it catches your attention. I don't seek out radio to, le- radio to listen to, but I am in many cars, and many cars have many radios. <laughs> and many radios have uh, many songs on them. But have you actually ever followed a band because you heard them on the radio? No. So why is it at all a good thing that they, they have good radio songs? If anything, that should be... Well, now that I think about it, I suppose you hear the most successful songs on the radio. But they were successful before they got to the Indeed. radio. Indeed. So now I realise the folly of my ways and I retract my point. That's a very mature thing for mm. you to say. And I respect that. I bet you weren't expecting it though. And over this casual chit-chat, let's get into the show with a couple of questions what are asked quite quickly. A couple of questions what are asked quite quickly, but please feel free to elaborate afterwards. So this is my way of getting to know what's inside your head before we actually get into the hard-burning topics of the show. Like gonorrhea on my penis? Are you ready to have your gonorrhea penis brain examined? Uh, I believe so. It's past time. Can I have a sip of that Peroni? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I, thank you. I, cut that part out, though. I, no. The show is about exposing your true self, and I'm absolutely going to leave that in. You um, motherfucker. Number one, <laughs> what is the heart attack? The heart attack? Um, when your heart goes bounce, bounce, bigly boom, when it's not supposed to. <laughs> That's true, but I'm talking about the heart attack. What the fuck, what? You know what I'm talking about. The food. No, that's not the heart attack. That's a chest pain. The chest pain, I'm yeah. sorry. The chest pain is an old one. I've, I've since moved on from them, but I will, uh, I'll describe it for the folks out there. It's called the chest pain because you had a big fucking chest pain after eating it. What First is it? First of all, you go bread down, toasted, but who gives a fuck about the difference? It's all inconsequential. Toast down, a layer of bacon, brown sauce. Sausages down, tree, brown sauce. Egg down, fried to shit, but egg yolk still smells silky, like that of a silken golden sun leaking out of itself. Figure that for reference out. I like that. Of course, more brown sauce. And then a fucking smattering of butter. I'm talking about like there's butter on the, there's butter on the bottom piece of bread, but on the top. A smattering. I know, smattering is actually small, isn't it? I should change that. A fucking fuck ton of shit. I would like to have said that in a better way. Yeah, that wasn't very elegant. Never. A golden sun <laughs> leaking out of itself. Yeah. A fucking fuck ton. Yeah. 
bread down, you got the chest pain. And that's the name of your sandwich? Yeah. Sometimes you can add black pudding. Never white. When do you brush your teeth? Um, when I'm in the morning. Yeah. Out of bed. You brush your teeth in the morning? I do, why? Because that's just so stupid. Why do you do that? You brush your teeth at night. Fuck you! You brush your teeth at night. And what about when you wake up the next morning and you have horrible breath? Do you not understand the purpose of brushing your teeth? To have clean breath and a clean teeth. To, to get the plaque off your teeth. Yeah, well, what plaque builds up whilst I'm asleep? No, it builds up during the day, so then at night you get rid of it. Yeah, well, what is the biggest difference between, like, I usually only sleep, like, five or six hours. So but, what what's the worst thing in them five or six hours when I get rid of the plaque in the morning? Because your plaque is just sitting there unnecessarily all night. Getting yeah, what's into, it getting up to? It's having a fucking gaff party? Yeah, it's, get, it's, it's having a gaff party in your gums. In You're going to get gum disease. I haven't yet. Yeah, yet. Well, you know how you when I get come to these, I'll come and tell you about okay, it. Okay, fair enough. What's your favourite website that has Hub in the title? Uh, <laughs> Pornhub, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to deny it. You're the first person. We're all grown men here. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first person who yeah, pretty much just came out with it. I, I it's like everyone's favourite Hub, but you're going to lie. And it's not even my favourite porn site either. <laughs> so. <laughs> Do you think the Beatles are overrated? Half and half, 50 50. They're perfectly rated. Some of the most rated. beautiful songs ever, and some of the fucking most retarded shit ever. Yellow Submarine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you don't like the colour yellow, of course. Exactly, I hate that song. Yeah. Yeah. A mildly, mildly alarming submarine, that is. Do you sleep with socks on? No. I just figured since you brush your teeth in the morning that maybe you sleep with your socks on. I do sex with socks on, though. Oh, really? Yeah? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I I'm completely naked, and I'm fine with that, but. <laughs> For some reason, my feet are sacred to me. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, the last time I I hadn't I hadn't cut my toenails in a long time, so that was a conscious decision not mm. to. Other than that, yeah, well, I got some sort of obscure piece of information out, out of you. Not what I expected, but how do you feel <laughs> about the octopus? Oh shit! I hate octopuses and all tentacly things. That's something that genuinely does <laughs> fucking freak the fuck out of me. I yeah. hate tentacles. <laughs> what is it about tentacles that you hate? The suction cups on them. And just how they can wrap around shit and all like that. They're unnatural. You know what I mean? They are natural. They're no. exactly natural. Fuck off They're the sea. They're of nature. The sea, the, the sea is not nature. The sea is fucking God's hell pit that he made all this weird fucking weird looking shit. The sea vexes me. Do you think 9-11 was an inside job? Uh, I think Bushy Bush Boy had something to do with it. Mm. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. If it's left there for a while and uh, there was a big implosion... Like, say, a fucking big fucking plane crashed into the side of a building. Which did happen. Yeah, that's yeah. those are the known facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, it is possible that weakened by the, a, a plane crashed into a jet fuel could melt steel beams. Or is that... The, did they say it doesn't melt and that's why it was a bomb? I'm not really that deep into it. I, I just like know. asking the question. George Bush and most presidents, Clinton and them, are dodgy cunts. So I don't believe nothing. Ever since JFK was blasted in the face, or was it the back of the head? Anyway, his head is blasted, it doesn't matter. You're thinking of um, Abraham JFK. Lincoln? No, no, I'm talking about JFK, because he was going to do a lot of good shit, and uh, they killed him for it. As far as I know, don't take my opinion for fact. I, I, I'm not, I don't think anyone is. I'm not one for conspiracies, but one thing that I just can't really get past is that when JFK was president, there was this bill that was passed all the way up to JFK called Operation Unthinkable, 
where they were basically going to commit an act of terrorism on America yeah. in order to get... That got declassified, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it went up to JFK and he declined it. So then after, I think it's the statute of limitations, it becomes uh, declassified yeah. and now people know about it. But that was that was a government secret for decades that the government wanted to commit an act of terrorism on their own country. Yeah. And it was just JFK that said no. So I think it's quite yeah. likely that Bush... And the goal of them to call it Operation Unthinkable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The nerve on you. Yeah. If that's... There's known things. There's a precedent set there. Yeah. You think George Bush wouldn't have been like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get that oil money. He was a Texan. Yeah. Of Why? course he wanted that oil money. I could yeah. not think of something so unthinkable. <laughs> that was George Bush. <laughs> so, greatest compliment you've ever received? I think it says a lot more than I... I don't know. <laughs> that says a lot about me as a person, I yeah. believe. How much money do you have in your bank account right now? Um, Probably about 60 euro. We're going to go on to our... It's a new segment called Three Wacky P Facts. Mm. Oh, yeah. Three Wacky P Facts. So I'm going to tell you three facts, but here's the catch. One of them isn't a fact at all. It's a complete lie. Hey. So your task here is to figure out which of the following facts is a complete lie. All right. The thing about this segment is it's not quite as straightforward as you might think. I want there to be stakes here. So if you're successful and you correctly identify the lie, we'll play one of your tracks, King of the Kitchen, mm. which I believe you're quite proud of. Indeed, yes. And if you fail, you'll have to face the punishment. What would that be? Well, you'll find out if you fail, but I'm telling you now. I never fail. I'm telling you now, just don't fail, okay? All right. Today's theme is conspiracies. Ah, how uh, fitting. Yes. It's almost fitting. like you had this planned out beforehand. <laughs> so, number one, musical conspiracy. Paul is dead. In 1966, the Beatles were the biggest band in the world. They were the big cheese, selling records like hotcakes and packing at stadiums. Paul McCartney had actually died in a car crash. That's what the conspiracy is. I'm vaguely familiar with this one. Because the Beatles stopped touring, coincidentally in 1966, mm. people are conspiring to believe that Paul McCartney died in a car crash and he was replaced by a man named William Campbell, a.k.a. Billy Shears. Ah, oh, Billy Shears. What's that? Uh, what would you do if I sang out of June? That's a uh, fucking... I know that song with a little help from my friends. Yeah. But what's the Billy Shears bit? That's when they say, like, welcome to the play. You know, it's uh, a little help from friends is the second part of uh, Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Peppers. Mm-hmm. At the end of Sergeant Peppers, they're like, when they're introducing the singer, it's Billy Shears. Billy Shears? Really? Do you not know that? No. What the fuck are you doing with these conspiracies about Billy Shears and you don't even know like that? I, just... I win automatically. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> okay, so second one. Daft Punk's and different people. People are conspiring that Daft Punk has been different people for every year for the past fucking however long they've been going. Wait, hold on. I want to go back to that because I didn't realise that now. I didn't know that. I knew about the conspiracy thing, but I didn't know Billy Shears was supposed to be the fella that I don't remember them saying Billy Shears. That's the thing. when uh, when They sing it in the song. Yeah. So obviously... Did they like kind of start that? Or was the the thing going around then and they're like, all right, we'll fuck with it? Well, I know there was one line where, uh, in the song Glass Onion, where they have a line that says, Paul was the walrus, yeah. referring to I am the walrus. Yeah, so yeah. they did deliberately... Because they're just talking about the fucking acid trips, like... Yeah, you know I mean? uh, yeah, it's not. It's about nothing. Like, yeah. um, 
But yeah, they were deliberately fucking with people with things like that. Yeah, so anyway, I went round one, going to round two. So Daft Punk, uh, people think that Daft Punk is actually the biggest electronic artist of the year. Yeah, uh, which year? Every year. Every it year. changes every year. But they couldn't have... Oh, you mean the... Like fucking Calvin Harris. Well, that's a terrible reference. Well, but yeah, Calvin like Harris so. Could be one, every one year, year they think that. Yeah, yeah. So whoever's the biggest the artist. Yeah. But um, do you mean for live shows or there's still the original Daft Punk making the music? No, different people make the music because they have different genres of music throughout the years. Like Get Lucky oh, is very different to. Yeah, that's what I was about to. Yeah. Hmm. So, third one, Prince wanted a hologram. This is the conspiracy, that. Prince always said that he didn't want to be turned into a, holy, a hologram. A hologram. A hologram when he a died. Holy grail. He very much disapproved of his image being used that way. But people are thinking that he only said that to sell more tickets to his show. So which one's supposed to be fake? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just coming one at a time. <laughs> oh, I reckon I'll go with... Wait, two or three and one is false? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's just a fucking Beatles one that's false then, no? Is a Beatles one that's false? Yeah. Well, I'm going to lock down your answer, okay? Can we get the dramatic music, please? Yeah, you're saying that like I'm wrong. Paul McCartney wasn't... Repl- you can't prove that. The conspiracy is that Paul McCartney has been dead since 1966 and that yeah. he has a replacement that mm. whole time. You're saying that's fake? Yeah. I'm afraid you're wrong, my friend. How the fuck... That's Prove true. that to me. Because look up no. Paul is dead and you will find a Wikipedia page. I seen Paul McCartney at a gala two weeks ago. I'm I'm trying to find out. I spoke to him about this very thing and he said, he said that's a ridiculous request. PDF is wrong about that. I'm sorry, my friend, but you got it wrong, so it means you have to face the no, punishment. Bollocks, how can you prove that, you fucker? No, no, it's which conspiracy? Like, these are three conspiracies. Which one is a real conspiracy? Which one is a fake conspiracy? Wait, I thought... I thought it was which one has been proven wrong. No, they're all conspiracies. But I thought, then which one, what? So what was the real one that isn't this conspiracy? Uh, Prince, 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 yeah. Fuck you, I didn't (laughs) understand the question. I know, because I wanted you to get it wrong so you'd have to face the punishment. What is the punishment? So the punishment is, uh, hold on one Why are you picking up a phone? What are you doing? What are you about to do? You have to talk to my mystery contact. Hello? 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 Who's there? Uh, who's, who, who's on the phone with me? Denim Holdings. Oh, uh, how you doing? I don't know, how are you? I'm alright. Um, what are you up to? Fuck off! Um... Just lying in bed, reading a book. Are you really in bed? Yeah. Is there someone with you? No, I'm all alone, thinking about you. Um. How are you? So, uh, I'm all right. Just not not doing much today. Really? Uh. You didn't work today, no? Didn't no, I wasn't work. I suppose it's Sunday. Work. Um. How do you feel about the color yellow? Um. Yeah, it's all right. I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't really know much about you, so. Well, I have to overcome my fear of the colour yellow, you know what I mean? Yellow submarine and that. Do you think you could talk me through that? 
I could try. Why, like, what, how did it start? Like, Well, when I was a young boy, I seen uh, a sign and it was yellow. Yeah. And it indicated danger, but from a mild perspective. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it had been a red sign, I would have turned, walked the fuck out of it. But it was yellow. So I was thinking to myself, yellow's not that dangerous a colour. That's just the presence of danger, not immediate danger. So I thought, I'll I'll continue on. Okay. And um, there was a mishap. Kind of makes me sad. It was a seal involved. Right. He did things to me. Oh, he's getting weird. Who are you, by the way? I don't know. What's well, your name? I, I, don't know, I don't know who you were. I told you, I'm Denim Holdings. That sounds kind of like a made-up name, so... How I'm dare fu- you! I'm fucking Corduroy John, then, if... Oh, gonna be I have a similar-sounding cousin. I, I still don't know what's going on, to be honest. <laughs> Why, did you... Are you not in on this? Who's the other voice? This is... Does he not know what's going on here? I, I don't know. I thought you knew this. No. <laughs> I thought... Sorry, guy, I thought you were in on this. You're on the... Why did you stay on the phone for so long? Didn't know, like I didn't know there was someone listening in. Who's listening in? Sorry, you're you're on the Pocket Hole podcast. Um, What's that? It's it's like a show. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I thought you were in is on it this. Like a radio show or something? Yeah, sort of like that, but it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit like free radio. You can kind of do what you want, you know. Okay, well, I suppose thanks for calling me. I suppose I don't know. Yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. You're um, a good sport. We'll send you a prize in the mail. Yeah, I don't even know who. Either Gareth. I told you I'm Denim Holdings. Clearly a made up name. We'll 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 chat to you later. Oh, okay. Bye. Maybe never again. Probably best not. Bye. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> what the fuck is he? Did he really not know about that? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Who was that? I knew his voice from seeing. Uh. So you're uh, you're a musician, huh? Uh my me myself and I. Yeah. Well, just quickly, not, quickly, not, quickly diverting from not from denim holdings in particular, but uh, so you have a me- as I said. So many. you've been you've been in the studio. I have a studio. Well, let's play the little studio jingle. Go ahead for it. So P in the studio, can you tell us who P is? Well, he's a man who uh, turned to music because he wasn't bothered fucking working a job. You can decide for yourself the results. Do you want to just play the song and let it speak for itself? Indeed. Here's a bit of King of the Kitchen. I'm here to sip on the back of my road. I got a sore back and a bad elbow, but I got five eggs and I know where they go. Ham, cheese, peppers if I have them. Someone wants my recipe, you know what's them? Not yellow. Here we go with the guitar. Slide it. Y'all wanna hear the chorus? Yeah! Here we go. Coming up. On the way. I'm the king of the kitchen, kind of sore recovery. You want to make another boy better be buttery. Jesus, that's recovery. When he was on the cross, he wanted one of these. I'm just going to make 
pronounce out. I'm the king of the kitchen, kind of slow recovery. You want to make another boy better be buttery? Now, Jelly Lawson's looking for my recipe. You want my secrets? You better come and visit me. Naked. So can you tell us a little bit about what's going on here? Well, it's just a man who really enjoyed making eggs for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And uh, He sounds a lot like you. Indeed he does. But his name is The P. Yeah. And he really likes to make breakfast. And um, one day he said, gathered a group of musicians about him, forced them into a, a shed slash recording studio, said, make these beats for me. Make these beautiful bass bass riffs and uh, mm-hmm. commanded the music to be made and uh, sung rather rapped about his most favorite time of the day, which is making breakfast with his trusty dog companion. Right, and so as someone who is quite angry about art and thoroughly disputes the fact that music is art, so you are. Oh, I mean, the P is a musician of sorts. So what? What? How do you classify this? This mu- this isn't art. Well, it's real life meets music. Because the P has gone about the kitchen and made these things and used these utensils. There's a line in the song called I'm King of the Kitchen, connoisseur of cutlery. As I'm told, the P only uses the finest of cutlery and cooking utensils. So I suppose, in a way, again, it's, it's life imitates art. Or art imitates life, whichever way that quote goes. Both ways, both ways. Life imitates art. Is that the one? Yeah, so art comes first and then life copies it. Well, perhaps the art all along was the omelettes we made. So your your art imitates life. Not my art. Uh, the P, I mean. Yes, that's correct. Okay, well, we're going to play a di- another tune from the P, and this one's called Lounging. Lounging, lounging in the evening, lounging in the afternoon. So can you tell us what that one's about? Well, simply, it's uh, about lounging. What is lounging? Well, I've had this explained to me by the P. He says it's all about... You can sit around and do nothing for the morning. Right? Especially when you have nothing to do later on that day. But the art of lounging is when you get up mildly early and you have something else to do later on that day and you want to get some serious rest time in beforehand because as the outro of that little clip you said, you got shit to do who? And uh, it's just about like extreme fucking sitting around doing fuck all. Right. And uh, again... Art imitates life, life imitates art, whichever way that saying goes. It's slice of life music. Yeah, I think he just wanted to make a song about sitting around doing fuck all, which in a way defeats the purpose because you had to get up and make a song. So you think this is an element of the unreliable narrator? Perhaps it is. Maybe he doesn't like lounging at all, maybe he's very productive. Yeah, Um, well, I wouldn't say that. But he did get up to make the song. Uh, Briefly, and he had everyone else do all the work, which is what I do. Ah, that is the, the sign of a true lounger. Yeah. Just, uh, to be honest, this, I don't even know what happened during this show. To, I think No, that, it's all bluff. I'm, I'm pretty drunk too. I, I, think there was <laughs> a, I think there was a point in there somewhere, but uh, let's just make it about music. Let's say this is a music show and you're, you're a man who's involved in music business, let's say. Yes, and to an extent. You're, you're very friendly with this P character. 
Indeed. Um, I would like to know your musical chops just to close out the show. Would you be happy to demonstrate a thing or two for us? As pertaining to what? Well, one of the other punishments... I never even gave you a choice. I just made you call, talk to that guy on the phone. Yeah, who was that guy? <laughs> Let me say this. The other punishment was uh, doing a rendition of Take On Me. And to be honest... <clears throat> yes? Hmm? Oh shit, I forgot to fucking send it to myself. <laughs> Bollocks. <laughs> Fuck you. I win. Bye bye. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I just get up on YouTube or something. Good idea. Very good idea. What? Tell me what to start. I will, yeah. <laughs> Take on me. We're talking away. I don't know what. I have to say. Do it properly, do it properly. I refuse to do it properly. I'll say it anyway. Give it a bit more higher rate. Today's another day. Give it more energy. Here you. we go. No, fuck you. Shying away. We're in the chorus. I'll be coming for you. Chorus. For your love. Okay. Take on me. Take me on. Take me on. Go high. Take on me. Sing high. Fuck you. I'll be gone. In a day. Or two. The rules were unset, motherfucker. Ah, that was really awful. I that know, could have been a good end to the. <laughs> no, you're not you. gonna do it. No, I'm absolutely not gonna do it. All right, well, thanks for listening to the Pocket Hole podcast. <laughs> what a shit ending. No, you're not gonna go me into a fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was um, that was denim pussy, uh, uh, denim holdings. Don't you call me a denim pussy? A <laughs> denim pussy. That's disgusting. If you uh, think about it. Oh my god <laughs> Jesus Christ The Pocket Hole Podcast That was the show Thank you Denim for coming on I, I do appreciate it Yeah that's cool Sound So usually I still don't know why I'm here Yeah <laughs> No me neither It's usually at this point in the show Where people like to give uh, A few parting words Just you know To close out the show Just just read that Can out. I read it out Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, So they usually just say what they want So If you feel like saying anything <laughs> My name is Denim Holdings, and in my honest personal opinion, PDF Pocket Hole is a fucking... Oh, no! No, <laughs> St- no you have to say it properly. <laughs> no. In fact, I would go as far as to say that it's equal to, if not better... What is? ...than Weezer, a band... I don't know, I'm not reading your shitty thing. Read my thing. Cut this, cut this, no. and we'll start again. Okay, okay, cut this. Okay, we're starting again. All right. Parting words from Denim Holdings. My name is Denim Holdings, and in my honest opinion, start again. Sorry. Denim Holdings, parting words. My name is Denim Holdings, and in my honest personal opinion, the Pocket Hole podcast is middlingly good. It's equal to, if not better than, one of uh, Amy Schumer's middling stand up shows on Netflix. I'm truly blown away by how flat. And uninspiring this racist podcast is. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, you're not going to play my game, so I'll read out my own parting words. Yeah, go ahead. Hello, this is PDF Pocket Hole, and I'd just like to say that in my honest personal opinion, the Pocket Hole podcast is the best podcast ever made. No, in fact, I would go as far as to say that it's equal to, if not better than, the entire Renaissance period. Wow, I'm truly blown away by how revolutionary this non-racist, non-racist podcast is. 
That is the podcast equivalent of liking your own Facebook post. <laughs> you uh, prick. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll be back in two weeks on a Tuesday. And I suppose we'll play you out with uh, King of the Kitchen. That would be my choice. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. See you next time. Laters. Hit me with the bass. What's that up in my closet? A silken robe. I'm gonna tell y'all how I like my eggs. Ooh. I did a kitchen night and slow. I'm here to silk on the back of my robe. I got a sore back and a bad elbow. But I got five eggs and I know where they go. Ham, cheese, peppers if I have them. Someone wants my recipe, you don't want them. Jello. Here we go with the guitar. Slide it. Y'all wanna hear the chorus? Yeah. Here we go. Coming up. On the way. I'm the king of the kitchen, kind of sore recovery. You want to make an number, boy, it better be buttery. Jesus, that's recovery. When you was on the cross, you want to want to be on the spit the man brown salt. I'm the king of the kitchen, kind of sore recovery. You want to make an number, boy, it better be buttery. Not jelly love, since you're looking for my recipe. You want my secrets, you better come and visit me. Naked. Sizzle, gonna grab some of that brown bed dizzle. Put it in the toaster, don't turn it on yet. Gotta flip that on before I forget. Hey, What's next on the recipe, P? Boy, I sure am hungry. What's next, P? Tell us, P, what's next? I'm so hungry. Holding on one side, he on the other. Glad to the fridge. Get some gold butter. I'm the king of the kitchen, kind of sort of cuttery. You want to make a number, boy, better be buttery. Jesus, last request when he was on the cross. You want to want to please, I'm just with the famous brown sauce. I'm the king of the kitchen, kind of sort of cuttery. You want to make a number, boy, better be buttery. Not jelly loss, since looking for my recipe. You want my secrets, you better come and visit me. Naked. Got the toast here ready to go. But who knows? Where'd the brown sauce go? Ain't in the cupboard. Ain't by the seat. Not in the fridge. Oh, shit, y'all. Dead ear. Time to flip the omelet, Lily. Most important part. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. still listening to this, well, thank you for sticking around till the end. 
Or maybe you've skipped here accidentally. Either way, you're here, I'm here, we're both here. So, to reward you for your patience in getting to the end of this podcast, I'd like to read you a poem by Patrick Kavanagh, slightly abridged so that it takes place in Limerick City. Thank you. Every old man I see reminds me of my father. That man I saw on Thomas Street stumbled on the curb was one. He stared at me half-eyed. I might have been his son. And I remember the musician faltering over his fiddle in Limerick City. He too sent me the riddle. Every old man I see in October colored weather seems to say to me, I was once your father. And that's the real ending to the show. I'm glad that we have this little secret ending together. Hey, look at us, hanging out at the end of the show. Nobody's around. I'm naked. We probably look like real good friends. <laughs>